Good evening, everybody. It's time to begin our uh, worship this evening. Tonight we'll have one song, and then Brian has announcements, three more songs, and then Alan has our lesson this evening. Our first song tonight is going to be number 708, Walking in Sunlight. If you would, let's stand for this song, please. Walking in Sunlight. Walking in sunlight all of my journey over the mountain through the deep end. Jesus has said, I'll never forsake thee. Promise divine that never can fail. Heavenly sunlight, heavenly sunlight, flooding my soul with glory Good evening. As uh, Cy said, we're having a devotional this evening, and Alan Payne will be leading us in our devotional. Uh, a couple of announcements before we get going here. July 18th, Young at Heart will be making their trip. Uh, more info when Dave gets back from camp. Uh, July 20th to the 23rd, Beckley Family Mission Trip. Remember, the mowing schedule is on the bulletin board, and We Shine is now accepting applications for three- and four-year-olds. And a reminder of yoga this Thursday at 5.30. Uh, on our prayer list, uh, remember to add Steve and Peggy Rowe. Uh, Steve is experiencing vertigo, and they have canceled the rest of their trip. They do plan on being here on Sunday. Remember Nathan Thompson's dad, uh, Kevin Lyles, Kevin Dixon, Corey Maynard, Robin Siegler, uh, Tracy Williamson's cousin, uh, Christians in America, David Mitchell's family, Judy Jordan, Trey Davis, Noreen Tani, Charlie Boso, and Roger Pryor in your prayers, and all those that are suffering from cancer. Is there any other announcements that need to be made? If not, would you give me in, with a word of prayer here? Father in heaven, we're thankful for this day, Father, and we're thankful for this opportunity we have to gather here this evening, Father, to study from your word. Father, we pray that you'd be with us 
as we listen to Alan, Father, be with him as he presents the lesson. Father, we pray that you'd be with all those that are at camp this week. Father, we pray that there'll be many blessings from it. Be with all those on the sick list, Father. Thank you for everything you do for us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Our next song this evening is number 746. I wrote the wrong number. 746, When He Comes in Glory. Oh, how sweet will be to meet the Lord when He comes in glory by and by. What a song of praise will be our Lord when He comes in glory by and by. How sweet, how sweet when He comes. number 716 716 walking alone at eve
with me this evening? It's number 756. 756, when we all get to heaven. If you would let stand for this song, please. 756. Song of invitation be number 714. Trust and obey. 714. Good evening. And my wife made me a big dinner before I came here. Like you shouldn't go swimming after you've eaten for a half hour. I kind of feel like I probably should have sat down and waited a little bit, but here we are. <clears throat> There's a comedian called Bill Engel. Uh, I presume he's still alive. I don't know. I just always liked his his jokes. But he had a, a stand-up routine he used to do called "Here's Your Sign," and it's for stupid people. Basically, the sign says, "I'm stupid." And you know, he, he told like the joke once, I pulled into a gas station with a flat tire and a guy comes up and goes, got a flat tire? <laughs> Here's your sign. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of obvious. Well, there are lots of signs in this world and, and some are not as obvious as others, um, but there's also a lot of warning signs and they're everywhere. And I'm kind of surprised <clears throat> how many signs there are on products that to me are just basic common sense kind of signs. For example, there's one on, on a baby stroller that says, remove child before folding. 
or never use a lit match or open flame to check the fuel level. You know, there's a warning label on dog medicine, like they can read, first off, but it says may cause drowsiness, use care when operating a car. And two more, which I thought was kind of cute. One says do not iron while wearing shirt. And a hairdryer says do not use while sleeping. You know, it, it's silly when you think about it, but, you know, some people just don't get it. <laughs> some people have to have a little note there to remind them what to do. Well, in the Bible, there were a lot, of, a lot of different times where God gave signs to people or told them not to do something, yet they went right, they went right ahead and did it. In Samuel, 2 Samuel chapter 6, verses 6 to 8, we read the story of uh, Uzzah, if I'm saying it correctly. He was a Levite. And the story is, you know, when they moved the Ark of the Covenant, there were certain rules they had to use. Uh, only Levites were allowed to carry it. And they had to carry it with these long poles, which they would slide into the rings on the side and to lift it up. Uh, one day, when they were transporting it, it started to tumble. And... Uzzah, he's a Levite, you figure it would be okay, he reached out to kind of support it, to keep it from falling, and he died right then and there. Now some people think, well that's kind of harsh. I mean, he was a Levite, you know, but God said you're supposed to carry it with the poles. He didn't want people touching it. And his, uh, he didn't heed the warnings. So Leviticus chapter 10 verses 1 and 2, we read the story of Nadab and Abihu. These were Aaron's sons, and they were in a habit of offering fire for the worship and all that stuff. And some reason, for one day, they decided to offer strange fire, which is not correct with what God had instructed them, and they too were immediately killed. Both instances, there were warning signs. God told them what to do, and they chose not to follow the directions. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10, Paul tells us of another type of warning sign. He talks about money. And there he says that money is the root of all kinds of evil. You know, over time, man has gotten to where they say, well, money is the root of evil. Now, it's the love of money which is the root of evil. But we need stuff, right? <laughs> you can't have the things in life without money, it seems like. Um, but sometimes money does get in our way. We don't see the signs. There was a sage in Solomon's court, Agur, if I'm pronouncing his name right, A-G-U-R. He said in Proverbs chapter 30, verses 8 and 9, I'd like to read that. He says, two things I ask of you, Lord. Do not refuse me before I die. Keep falsehood and lies far from me. Give, me. give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you and say, who is the Lord? Or I may become poor and steal and dishonor the name of my God. 
These were wise thoughts from a man who understood, even back then, the trouble with money. Too much, you have too much, and you may disown God. We see that in the world today. Too many people, once they start making it big and they make lots of money, they do their own thing and they start getting puffed up and think, look what I've done. Or too little, as he says, you might become poor. You might become jealous of what others have and decide to steal and cheat, which would dishonor God. We weren't happy. Some people are not happy with their daily bread. Remember, that's one of the things Jesus said in the Lord's Prayer, wasn't it? Give us this day our daily bread. I think Jesus was very, uh, very wise in that statement because we don't need we don't need to be asking God for a Mercedes. We don't need to be asking God to make us poor like a church mouse. We need to go ask God just to give us what we need for our daily living so we can actually worship you as you would have us. I had the opportunity here the past few weeks to experience two different types of cultures. A couple of weeks ago, I went to Peru with the, other, the others from the church, and I got to see a group of people. Um, who have different types of needs and different types of wants. And this last weekend, I traveled to Washington, D.C. It's all on the same planet, totally different world. Uh, but all the people there have a lot of the same wants and needs as those in Peru. People were generally all looking for the same thing. Some were looking to work to make more money. Some were looking to steal money. And some were just content with their daily bread. You know, Paul gave us this warning sign of the love of money. We need to make sure that in our lives that doesn't become something that uh, is prevalent, that we have this love for money. First and foremost, we should always seek God's will, and he will take care of us. Always remember that. I've had many hardships in my life. Um, I won't go into detail about them, but I've had some hard times, as I'm sure most of you had, uh, but I'm always amazed after the, the, uh, everything has settled and I'm back to some normal routine, I realize, well, God really was taking care of me. Things weren't as bad because he was watching over me. God will care for us if we seek his will. So we need to follow the signs, listen to the warnings that God and his... his uh, People who speak for him have told us to, to watch for. You know, we talk about the DBR, the death, burial, and resurrection, which is what the gospel is about, that our Savior came to earth, lived a perfect life, became the ultimate sacrifice, the ultimate lamb. He died, he was buried, and he was raised again. Our Savior Paul, in his preaching, when he, he talked to people about Jesus and the fact that Jesus was alive, he says in, in verse, uh, Acts 26 and verse 30, uh, Paul preached that people, sh people should repent and turn to God and demonstrate their repentance by their deeds. This is another sign, I think. Do, you know, it is, it's, it's one thing just to say, oh, I believe, I believe, Really? Well, how do, how do we know you believe? I repent. Really? How do we know you repent unless you've changed? We need a sign. 
God needs a sign to know that you have changed. Tonight, I want you to think about your life, where you're at. Um, do you need a sign? <laughs> do you need to show a sign, show people that you have uh, accepted God's will for your life? God loves each and every one of us, no matter how honoring we may be. Uh, and he cares for us, and he wants the best for us. But we have to do his will. If you've not accepted our Lord and Savior as your Savior, I hope you'll do so tonight as together we stand and sing. Gracious and Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to gather here this evening and hear your word, Father. Father, give us the, the mind and the heart to apply it to our lives so we can better serve thee, Father. Be with those that are in camp. Watch over, guard, and protect them, Father, and be with them in their travels home. Be with those that are sick. And thank you, Lord, for Jesus, the love that he had for us. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen. <laughs> 